Okay. All right, cool. So today's episode five. How crazy is that? We are halfway to the 10 episode goal that I first talked about when we had our first chat on episode one. Um, when I first introduced this idea, you know, I never thought we'd get this far. Um, I set this at the time, very ambitious goal for myself, um, of 10 episodes. And for a long time there, I didn't think we'd get there because I I recorded a few episodes and then I just went MIA, um, due to school and stuff like that. But today we're going to be talking about learning to deal with failing. Failing's a thing that happens. Um, Failing is something, (laughs) failing is something that is inevitable and, you know, no matter what, you're going to fail at something. Um, You know, we're not invincible. We're not in, you know, perfect people. And that's been hard for me to grasp, um, especially coming from my childhood where I thought that if I failed, I was the epitome of an idiot and a failure. So let's just, let's talk about that a little today. Um, you know, I've talked about before how passionate I am about marching band and, you know, I've had to make the decision for my body to leave. In my last episode, I talked about, you know, understanding and accepting that that was something I was going to have to do. And, <laughs> and then I turned around and played at the football game <laughs> that next day or a couple days later. And, um, I did that for a few reasons. I did that because at the time of the last game I had played on, I had no idea what was going to happen. Um, I had no idea that two weeks later I would be out for a season and an incredible immense amount of pain that I was not able to predict. And so it was really something that hit me really hard um, the first couple of days. And it was kind of like, my body's failing me. I'm failing. I'm a failure. And that's not the case. Um, as humans, you know, obviously we get dealt these genetics from our parents, you know, and sometimes they just, you just pick a bad number, you know, you just, you just get some bad genes that, um, can really, you know, mess with you. Um, and it's something that we've had to, um, Austin and I, my boyfriend, we've had to kind of not cave into, but accommodate and cater to. Um, because some days I can't get out of bed without help. Some days I can't walk for, you know, five minutes before I start hurting. Um, and so it's something you have to ultimately accept that if you don't take care of this one body you have, you won't have another. Um, and so that's something I had to do. And, you know, I just said that I had played at this football game on Black Friday. Um, and I don't regret anything. Um, it was probably something I could not do again. Um, it was the last time I could play and I played my heart out. Um, I played marching up the hill, which if, um, those of you who don't go to East Carolina or don't know about East Carolina, uh, we do a walk up the hill, uh, which is basically walking from the bottom of one of our campus living areas. And then we walk all the way up and we walk around and we walk to our stadium and we just play the entire way. And I'm holding symbols and, Uh, I took as much ibuprofen as a person could probably take in one sitting without dying. Um, Made sure I ate a whole bunch of goldfish, a whole bunch of granola bars, 
and I just went to town. Um, I had the support of my friend Bryce, who is my symbols section leader, and I had the I had the really good support of our symbol tech Connor, um, who really just kept me going uh, whenever I was struggling, you know, mentally. Um, and so it was just so nice to be able to be, you know, right next to them again, you know, Connor walking up beside us, taking photos, um, and to be next to Bryce, cause Bryce and I are the same, um, like letter. We're both A's and we have a B section, A and a B section. We stand next together. Um, and so it was really nice to be back in it and to have that same energy of playing and the adrenaline running through my body. Now it did hurt. I'm not going to lie. Um, I felt fine for a little while, but it was like, as soon as that adrenaline stopped is when I started hurting. So I tried taking it easy afterwards. Um, I was able to march pregame, which ECU has a really, I love our pregame. It is so nice and it gets me boot energy boosted even when I'm on the field. Um, so it was really nice to be back. Um, and there is a sweet picture uh, that Connor or Amanda, one of the photographers for the marching band, I can't remember who, I'll have to... Um, give them credit whenever I post the photo and it's me holding my symbols while listening to our alma mater being played and I'm just looking at the crowd in Daddy Ficklin Stadium our football stadium and I just I just was not <laughs> it was so hard to accept that I was playing for over 38,000 people in these stands um and it was just kind of like an ah moment you know it was just kind of like that moment where I knew nothing else mattered and I just knew to soak up every second I could because I had been missing this. It had been killing me that I had not been doing this. Um, so it's definitely something that was so just satisfying to relive it one last time, understanding and knowing that I won't be playing or returning as a musician next year. Um, and it, it was something, you know, it... It just gave me that sense of nostalgia that I needed to kind of process and say goodbye, if you will, to something, um, to a drumline I'd been participating in for two seasons and an activity and a quote unquote, you know, it's a sport to me. Um, I do a lot of physical exercise, um, you know, a sport that I had been dedicating parts of my life to since I was 14 or 15. So a good six years of my life. Um, I've been doing this and putting every ounce of everything I had into it. And so it was, it was definitely something I needed to kind of close that chapter. Um, and I played in the stands a little bit. Now I'm making it sound like everything was sunshine and roses, but it wasn't. Right after halftime, I had the opportunity for halftime to go and take some photos for the marching band, um, which is really cool. Um, I do have the inside scoop with Connor. Uh, Connor does let me help him out with a lot of that stuff. So that's, that's really fun. Um, but I got down and then that's when it got cold and that's when my ibuprofen wore off and I couldn't take any more. Um, and I was just in the most immense amount of pain that I had been in, in a long time. I was on the verge of overdoing it if I stayed. Um, luckily I have really good instructors. Um, my percussion instructor, Jared, um, I looked at him and I was like, I gotta go. Like I'm, I'm in a lot of pain and he was very understanding and looked at me and was like, do you need somebody to take you to your car? You know, what can we do to help you? Um, you know, have you eaten? Have you taken medicine? Have you drank some water? And, you know, being really, being really helpful, um, which is very nice because, you know, they don't have to be. 
he could have made me sit through that last quarter. I would have, <laughs> I would have been upset, but he could have. And um, it was really nice that he was understanding about that. Um, but I remember getting in my car once I got to my car and I drove home and I just remember feeling, feeling accomplished. Um, you know, I played some stuff that hard, you know, trying to keep up with the pace that the people are setting before you, as well as keeping in time, as well as playing at the right time. You know, it's, it's a lot of stuff. Um, and I'm just so incredibly thankful and happy that I got to do it with some of my best friends one last time. Um, with that being said, um, a few days later, we found out that our bowl game, because uh, ECU is bowl eligible, is going to be in Annapolis, Maryland on the 27th of December. Um, so we're going to be having that Christmas weekend or that, you know, that following couple days in um, Annapolis and in D.C. And so that's going to be such an experience. Um, now, will I be playing? More than likely not. Um, I don't think my body can handle the cold weather there. Um, my body would probably go into shock. But, you know, like I said, I have, I have really good instructors who understand that, you know, I have dedication and, you know, I, I have other jobs I can be doing because I'm, I'm a helpful person. Um, and I'm, I'm relatively smart. <laughs> I can kind of pick up with what they need um, and kind of be a service to them in other ways other than just a player at this point. So that's really nice to know that, you know, just because I can't play doesn't mean I'm not going to get booted out from the group. Uh, so that's really, that's really helpful. But yeah, that was um, a, bi a big thing, you know, and I think after going to therapy and, you know, kind of seeing, you know, how the podcast takes off, um, I, I get kind of upset sometimes because I'll be obsessing over my Spotify homepage and I'm just like, this only has five views, this only has six views, what, I'm going to fail, oh my god, and I have to realize, like, that's not how I want to live, you know, I don't want to live in constant fear that I'm going to fail and, you know, prepare for the failure, um, I'm going to prepare for it to take off. I'm going to prepare for the good things. Um, and I'm going to take risks. 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 Uh, I can't say the word today. Take risks. Um, because that's that's what you have to do, you know, in life, especially when you're a baby adult like myself and you're having to understand what it means to be on your own, to be away from mom and dad, to be away from your support. And you have to create your own support and create your own family um, and so it's, it's hard because you're, you know, I'm, I'm scared that I'm going to fail. And I just have to realize that I don't need to be preparing for the failure. I need to be preparing for it to take off and preparing for the good things and have backup plans to my backup plans. So that way I'm always covered. Um, and so that's something that's, that's helped me through this process. I, uh, have a, a thick boy planner here. Um, and I write down every little detail of you know, my classes, my major, my minor, my, all of my clubs outside of my major and my minor. Um, and I just try to, you know, keep it going. I just try to keep myself on track. And if something falls through and something doesn't work, that's fine. I have other things because I'm involved in so much that I can be doing and devoting more of my time to. Um, just like uh, our school had auditions for Pippin, the musical. Um, School of Theater and Dance was doing auditions for Pippin for the spring. And I signed up as daring as that was. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, Pippin is a jazz heavy musical, like a jazzaholic musical. That musical is about step, 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 step. Like you do not stop moving. Um, and the type of major I have, I'm not required to audition for every show, but I wanted to. I was like, oh, heck yeah, I want to do Pippin. Let's do Pippin. 
Uh, so I spent about two weeks and I prepared the material for the hardest player or the hardest person to get in the show, which is the leading player. Um, and I, I knew that my chances were very slim just because, you know, I had no vocal training. I had no jazz training, you know, but I just said, you know, why not try for it? And I knew that I had grown <laughs> when I said that to myself because it is so hard to go into something knowing that you're more than likely not going to get it. Now, I also had to be very gentle with myself because, uh, mind you, I just worked on Head Over Heels. And so I've seen a lot of these actors and actresses perform. You know, I've seen them dance. I've seen them sing. And a lot of them were going for the same role I was. And so it was kind of crazy to be in that jazz call. We had a like an hour and a half jazz call. And we didn't stop moving. Like, it was crazy. I wish I would have had like a GoPro on because, it, oh my God, that was crazy. Um, but I went through and I, I got to my audition and it didn't go very well. And that's okay. Um, I thought my monologue was strong, but my vocal just wasn't. And that's okay. Um, and so, you know, the next morning when I wasn't on the callback list, yeah, it hurt. Yeah, I was crushed, but I had to understand that you know, there are more qualified people and it's nothing against me as a person. It's just against, it's just not what they want and that's okay. And I have to be gentle with myself and say, you know, you're not the reason they didn't choose you. They had other options. They had other people who fit the idea that they built in their head more perfectly than I did. And that's okay because there's going to be a show where I fit their vision better. And that's okay. Uh, was I crushed? Yes. Did I sob? Yes. But I should be more gentle with myself. And that's okay. So yes, I may have failed that audition. But that's okay. I'm going to get better. And, you know, I'll do it again. You know? And, you know, we briefly touched on this last week. But I had talked about my WZMB boards test. And I can't remember if I had said I'd passed it in that video or that show or not. Uh, but I have. Um, I've passed my WZMB boards, um, which if you're a first-time listener, w <laughs> WZMB is the East Carolina University student-run radio station on campus. And obviously, you know, by this podcast, you know, I want to broadcast. <laughs> and so I decided to apply and I went through their training program all online because I had a class that conflicted with the time of the training programs. So I did everything virtually, and then I would go into the station and learn how to use the board, the soundboard, and learn how to do on-air stuff and insert music and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I was very scared that I wasn't going to pass my board test because I was just not prepared. Um, and by the grace of something, I did. I did. I passed it. And it was something that I, I've been incredibly proud of myself for because you know, it's what I want to do. You know, I, I want to broadcast and, you know, when this podcast takes off, you know, it'd be, you know, it's going to be really nice to say that, you know, it started from nothing and now it's something. And so that's just really encouraging for me uh, as a creator to, you know, I went from <laughs> getting these callbacks, bawling about them and then recovering to WZMB. And so it's always nice to have that, you know, not a backup plan, but, you know, just other options, you know, other ways to turn and devote my energy to. And so that's really been 
a weight off of my shoulders. And it's just been something that's just been very incredible to know that I did it and to know that I've accomplished some things that are very important to me. Um, Because that's just, that's important. You know, I've, I just want to be proud of myself. And lately, just everything I've been doing, like, I've just been kind of smiling at myself. And it's like, yeah, I did that. Like, I did that. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to give myself more credit for the credit I deserve because, yeah, I did that, you know. Um, so, yeah, I also <laughs> felt very sophisticated when I was in the library studying for an exam the other day because I printed off the article where my special effects makeup is featured. A few weeks ago, I attended, they did what's called an I-team day, which is where medical students get kind of front line. It's like a clinical day where they had like a boiler explosion, quote unquote. They needed makeup done, and so I responded to an email that was sent, and I was the only person that showed up out of, like, the 300 that was emailed um, from the School of Theater and Dance, and I spent, like, six hours, no, like, six hours, like, probably, like, three or four, if that. Three or four, yeah, I think so. Um, Hours doing, you know, some special effects makeup, making some fake ribs, making a fake eyeball, making, you know, cuts, bruises, all this kind of stuff, and I was, my photos were featured on the East Carolina Instagram, the East Carolina Facebook, and one of the pictures that I took, or one of the pictures of the makeup I did, was featured in the article. And so that was really nice. So I felt very sophisticated printing that out the other day. Uh, So that was really nice to connect to something that, you know, was also in the realm of something I wanted to do uh, as a profession. Also, it was very, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's a catch-22 or like a ironic unironic thing but um I don't know if there's a lot of you know this I was actually a bio major my freshman year of college with the intention of going into um, orthopedic medicine and being an orthopedic doctor um because you know that's just what in my entire life I thought I was that's what I thought I was destined to be um and so I spent a lot of time looking at (laughs) Brody School of Medicine that's also one of the reasons why I applied to East Carolina was because I was like, oh, it'd be a lot easier to just go just one school to the other, just same campus, basically. Um, and so it's kind of funny that I'm now at the Brody School of Medicine doing some things for the Brody School of Medicine, but it's just not um, attending the classes to become a physician. Um, so that's kind of, you know, hindsight 2020 kind of thing. It's just a, I never thought I'd be here, but here I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just something that's been, that was, that was kind of funny to me. Uh, just to kind of think about that and be like, huh, not here how I thought I would be, but I'm here nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I also want to share some kind of cool things with you guys about the podcast. Um, I've been stalking it like a mad woman. Um, and we got some really cool things here working guys. Um, oh, my head's in the way of one of them. Um, But over the last seven days since the fourth episode of Girl Outside the Box hiatus has been uploaded, uh, all of our episodes have seen some views, which is amazing. Um, And I can't, you know, think but to say thank you because, you know, (laughs) I was sitting in Austin and I's old apartment at my desk about to click submit. It was the scariest moment of my life. Um, origin story was the most, almost invasive, just very 
raw and in-depth like feelings that I've had and that I've shared on, you know, a recording site um, for everybody to listen to about the trauma I dealt with as a child. And, you know, that's not even all of it. That's not even half of the stuff I've talked about, but with my therapist, but um, it was just kind of crazy to see that somebody listened. Um, And I had a lot of people who I knew growing up that messaged me and they were like, thank you. Like, thank you for doing this because it's what I needed. You know, I felt the same way, but I didn't think anybody knew what I felt. Um, And so now to see it a few months later, getting some more love is amazing. Um, And I just think it's very funny. We're going to click on Luna's real quick. So this is a dog's tail story of Luna. Um, She has 100% retention, (laughs) which I think is absolutely hilarious, which means that everybody has that has started out of the 24 starts and the 12 listeners. So, you know, out of everybody who's listened to it, they've listened to more than a minute, I should say, they've listened to all of it. <laughs> they've listened to 100% of it, which cracks me up because, you know, I'll go to a working girl, you know, the same episode, you know, the same kind of thing. The retention is not the same. <laughs> retention is not the same. Um, and that cracks me up. I have 33% completion. Um, but on Luna's, it was 100%. So I just think that was <laughs> kind of funny that Luna had a better retention <laughs> than my job did. Um, but yeah, what a wonderful thing to see now. Um, now that I have, you know, some more episodes to look at. Um, Origin Story still has the highest amount of starts um, and listeners hitting at 75 starts and 46 listeners, which is bonkers. Um but it is absolutely crazy to think that, you know, 67 people have listened um, to more than a minute, I think, right? Yeah, no, the, excuse me, 96 people, 96 things, 96 times people have listened to the podcast for over a minute um, with, a, with a total of 158 starts. Um, so that's, that's just, that's, that's crazy um, to me because I, I, <laughs> I never thought it would get out of, you know, my friend group, you know. Uh, my five people that I text on the daily, you know, my group chat that I used to send the link to, um, I didn't think it would get out more than that. And so to now have 32 followers on Spotify, I think it's like 40 on Instagram and 12 on Facebook. And now on Twitch, I think I have four or five. That is bonkers to me. Sorry. I'm sorry if I'm like screaming into this. I apologize so much. Um, that's just crazy to me. That's just crazy to think that, you know, this is where I started. Um, so thank you guys so much. And, you know, thank you for, you know, giving me over almost two hours of your time on a Saturday night um, to just hang out. Um, it's been incredible just to think, you know, you know, that I, I could do this. Um, and, you know, little Joe would be so proud. And I just, you know, keep reminding myself every day that I'm doing stuff that little Joe would be so proud of. And that's all that matters to me. And, you know, I hope that you are also, you know, thinking about that when you're doing things, you know, new things or old things that you're redoing and doing better. Just kind of thinking like, you know, little me would be proud. Um, Because that's something, you know, I don't give myself credit for is how far I've come. You know, while I'm on my soapbox, my sap soapbox, and before we jump back into some more games over here on the Twitch, um, on the Twitch, um, <laughs> let's go into some dad jokes, you know, it's my favorite pastime. 
So we're gonna go back. We're gonna go to our handy dandy dad jokes on Twitter. Twitter's where I get them. Um, but I do have some in the chat. Hold on. <laughs> um, okay. So my first dad joke is one from my chat. And it says, why did the lobster have to punish her children? Because they were acting shellfish. What do you call a Frenchman wearing sandals? Flippy flop. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I need to get, usually I add the music when I'm editing. So yeah, you guys get to witness what I witness whenever I'm like edit and like editing. I just have to wait a couple seconds. Pause. Say it again. Wait a couple minutes. Pause. Miss Luna. Okay. Um. Her. Why do we need walkie-talkies? Our relationship is over. Me. Our relationship is what? Over. What do you call a lying dictionary? A fictionary. <laughs> Why do bees stay in their beehives all throughout the winter? Swarm. Did you hear about the pharaoh who was arrested? He was involved in a pyramid scheme. How much does Santa pay to park the sleigh? Nothing. It, it, it's on the house. Okay. I think that's enough for today. <laughs> yeah, that's how life's been recently. Um, so now, let's go and let's talk about what the heck... I got going on next week. Um, so next week is the dreaded week. Um, next week is the start of exam week for a lot of us college. I want to say idiots, but we're not idiots. Um, we just we just try our best. <laughs> um, so Monday I have or actually let's start with tomorrow. I got a big day tomorrow. Sunday I have to work for a little bit. I have to work from about like 730 in the morning to roughly about like 130. Nothing, nothing big. And then I get to prepare for family dinner. I'm very excited. Once a month, Austin's family all get together and they go to like one of the siblings' houses that, you know, their parents, their sister, or now it's our turn and we're hosting a family dinner. And I'm super excited because we like the food. I'm so excited. <laughs> I feel like I always eat good whenever I go to these things because like it's always out of the box things that, you know, either I've never heard of before or I haven't had in so long or I've never had made properly. Um, and so it's so good. I'm so excited. But I have that tomorrow and I'm very excited to see, you know, I live with one of Austin's siblings. Um, and so it's me, Austin and Thomas. We are um, hosting here tomorrow and hopefully our other roommate, James, will be just, you know, hanging out with us, you know, just kind of hosting. And then Austin's sister, Audrey, is going to be driving in and we are going to, you know, just kind of hang out and just eat some really good food. Austin has some really good ideas planned. I'm excited about it. Um, but yeah. I'm very excited for it. Um, and then Monday, I have just like my regular classes. I have to drive. Um, I go to my Spanish class and then I go to, I drive some more. And then I have my uh, Pirate Media One, which is the, I guess you could say department that WZMB Radio is under for the school. Um, they have their end of training celebration tomorrow from four to six. Um, and so I get to um get my certificate saying that i won 
or not that I won, but that I, you know, completed training. Um, so that'll be exciting. And then I get to come home and just kind of relax because I have a little bit of calm before the storm of exams start. Um, Tuesday is known for East Carolina students as reading day, um, where typically there's no classes to help you study for exams. Um, so I'm going to an exam prep, a training for a thing I'm doing as a tour guide over the winter break. And then, um, I have a potluck with the design and production, um, classes for, um, the school theater and dance. Um, and so that was really fun. Uh, and Wednesday is the day that exams officially can start. Um, and I get to go to the chiropractor, you know, cause I talked about having my doctor, something's got messed up and now I have to go to the chiropractor for six weeks before I can even get, yeah. So yeah, chiropractor Wednesday. So that'd be fun. And then that's all I really have. <laughs> um, other than, you know, just going to classes and just working, you know, just normal, like I typically do. Now that's how, that's how my week's been going guys. You know, just trying to kind of getting into everything, you know, getting used to kind of having some more time, you know, marching band kind of is winding down. Um, we actually only have a rehearsal Monday night and then we don't have another rehearsal until we're actually in Annapolis for the bowl game. So that'll be nice to come home at a decent hour. <laughs> and, you know, since I didn't make that musical, I don't have really anything else to do. So I get to come home, talk to, you know, my, all my babies, all my cats, my puppy, get to hang out with my roommates, you know, hang out with friends that I feel like I've had to abandon because of everything I've been doing. But yeah, it's been super nice. Um, I've also, with all this time, been able to get back into the gym, which has been terrible on my legs because <laughs> I'm actually, you know, retoning and, you know, adding, you know, more muscle. Um, but it's been so nice for, you know, my well-being just to get back into the gym and to just to just to feel better. Um, so yeah, there's some kind of hodgepodge day in my life stuff going on. Um, but yeah, if there's anything else, you know, you guys want to hear about for this next episode, please, you know, send me something on our Instagram, you know, girl outside the box has an Instagram. It is girl outside the box dot podcast. And then we have a Facebook page where you can reach us and where we post all of the streams. And, you know, the Twitch link's up there, our um, Instagram's up there, our Spotify account's up there, um, and that is just Girl Outside the Box Podcast as the name. Um, and then I've also heard that I should make a TikTok, but I'm not very, you know, technologically advanced with that kind of stuff. I watch them, I don't make them. Um, but yeah, and then we also have this Twitch channel that I'm currently streaming on, um, and so that is just Twitch dot tv forward slash girl outside the box um and we didn't record it before but we played some jackbox games today and actually when we get done with our stream we'll actually be playing some more so um definitely you know go drop some follows go send me some stuff you know let me know if you guys have been listening to every episode and you guys have been able to see you know how everything's been changing um and let me know if you like the twitch idea um for those of you who attended um and just you know let me know some stuff you know, but yeah, I think that about wraps up the podcast for the day. Um, thank you guys so much again for all the love and support and, you know, just all of the love. <laughs> I've been seeing so many people just kind of sharing it and listening. And I had a friend of mine who saw me crossing the street um, at school and she was waving her phone out the window, screaming at me. And I looked at her and I was like, what, 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 what? 
what? She's like, I'm listening to your podcast, like screaming out of her car. Um, and that, that makes my heart just kind of like melt a little to know that, um, my friends are listening and they're, they're enjoying it. Um, so yeah, please let me know if you guys have anything else you guys want to hear for the next episode. Um, and drop some follows, drop some likes, you know, keep sharing those links, keep listening to those links, send them to your grandma, your uncle, your aunt, everyone, your great uncle's aunt's cousin, you know, let's get into it. Let's get some people up here. Let's get these Twitch streams flooded. Come on. I want to have a moderator. Come on. Um, let that, you know, but anyways, thank you guys so much for, you know, listening today. And, you know, just a reminder that, you know, I'm not Jack in the box. I'm just a girl outside the box. See you guys later. Bye.